Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the worst idea of all time. See your true colors, and that's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show your true colors. Your true colors. Oh, now we all got it wrong. Uh, well, that, that was then. That's an edit. They edited that. I will not stand with this trickery. It's supposed to be true colours, true colours are beautiful like a rainbow and they edited one of the true colours out because clearly by that point at the end of the film they decided no, it'd be too long if we um, <laughs> keep both of those. We've got to shave off some precious seconds. off and running with episode five of The Worst Idea of All Time. Our distinct pleasure and honour to welcome back to the fold Mr James Acaster. Uh, glutton for punishment. Back for more. <laughs> Can't believe it. First of all, James, do you want to paint a picture of where we're located in the current situation? We are in room 83 of the Adena Hotel. <laughs> Very uh, specific. In, in, in Melbourne on Queen Street. Um, well, I am living for a month at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been nice welcoming you here to my temporary home. It's Love. a lovely place you got here. You look exceptionally comfortable. In fact, right now, you're wearing naught but a dressing gown. Just my blue dressing gown. Got for two Christmases ago this is oh, it's not even like, a hotel provided gown that's no this is mine I, I bring this with me in a suitcase <laughs> it's when plush. I'm traveling in case it's quite a hotel. big thing to pack a dressing gown well you know it's, it's a bit thick isn't it the fabric's a bit thick so it's a bit but I use it to like I, I wrapped up some speakers in it as well so it's nice. like dual purpose nice one some of the speakers from getting damaged you're James, a smart guy what do you think of the movie mate Sex in the City 2 we've just watched it for the fifth time you've watched it for the first that's the first time I've ever seen it your I, thoughts I don't know how you're really going to do this one. <laughs> I, I, I think I think uh, the last one was very I mean yeah the last one was really bad and I thought oh this is here to drive you insane but this one is is worse uh, much worse and much more confusing and it, uh, it's so many conflicting emotions while watching it the, the, you know Grown Ups 2 you can watch it and just go well this is just an awful film and they've and it's confusing how it got made and stuff like that. And this has all of that as well. But on top of it, 
there's like quite a lot of political issues yeah uh, especially as a man watching it that, that, that you feel and you just you start hating yourself at some point so you start uh, like I'd say every 10 minutes I'd, I'd be outraged and then I'd think am I a misogynist is talk me through like how that what that train of thought is how that happens because that suggests to me and I yep. know that this isn't correct because you verbalised what was happening as the film was unfolding yep. that the film has put forth its feminist message loud and clear yes. and effectively <laughs> and made you realise that yep. as a proponent and a, and a pusher forward of the paternalistic yep. system that we're working under yep. that you're to blame but that's not yep. really what's happening here no but what, what, what happens is that it, it does put forward a feminist message and um, I yeah Sorry, I'm just singing. The woman's was, song. It's just going to be a background I am noise. Woman. Brilliant, yeah. That's that seemed very powerful. Scenes like that as well. Yeah, you know, the, the the when she's getting shouted at in the street because um, she's dropped all the condoms on the floor and then she's just like scroll yo to all those guys and stuff like that. And and on, in isolation, you go, yeah, I'm pretty much on side with that, and I agree with the message of that. So it's a good feminist message in a way, but thrown into a film that is appalling yes. and that the characters are awful in other ways so the ways that they're awful are not because they're women yeah. it's because they're just materialistic rich people who are complaining about rich person problems which the general public can't really relate to moreover I think it's the idea of these four these four women wading into the Middle East and like you know resting back control on behalf of the gender yeah. from the the Middle East, like, you know, oh, don't worry, America's here. Yeah, yeah. And, and we fuck. Exactly. Yeah. It's like this movie is the cultural equivalent to, to when they went in with no exit plan. Yeah. <laughs> they just go yeah. and invade and they're like, we're here, we're going to fix everything. It's like, cool. <laughs> All of our schools have yeah. been bombed and we have no electricity. What's the plan? Guys, we've done it, we're out, we'll see you <laughs> later. Everything's gone swimmingly. Mission accomplished. And the, the tragedy that makes them leave is that they have to start paying for stuff. Yeah. So they go, we can't, this is this. I'm is, out. We can't do this. We've got to leave this luxury that we've been living in for ages. We can't actually afford it, so we better go back. That's the tragedy that happens. And, and that's America, that's the, folks, living on a credit card. At some thing. point, you've got to pay the piper. And then that's when you leave Abu Dhabi. Yeah, <laughs> full of pipers. I can't get over, and this has been said too much already. It will certainly be said a lot more. I can't get over the length of this film. <sighs> I can't get over it. When you guys said to me the film really starts when they're in Abu Dhabi, I couldn't believe you because it was at the point where they'd only been in New York and I thought, well, this is surely the whole film. No, and an hour had already passed. Yeah, I equated it today to the YouTube pre-roll. So there's an hour (laughs) of pre-roll and then you get to watch your cat video. But your cat video is not a cat video. It's just a fucking bloated mess. (laughs) You get the impression it's a load of rejected episodes of Sex and the City put into (laughs) one. So they were going to do a gay wedding episode so they go we'll just make that the start of the film a karaoke night one you don't need any of that in there yeah (laughs) it doesn't need to be in there (laughs) yeah yeah Um, it doesn't actually really relate i mean okay what if you boil it down what parts of the movie do you think did need to be in there for it to hold yeah um i think they could have just had it they could have cut to abu dhabi very quickly have Mm. a 10 a 10 minutes uh like 10 minutes of preamble where you establish what their concerns are in their own relationships or whatever and just quickly while while we're diving into this could you please just rush through the 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 stakes for each individual character yeah sure so uh um samantha uh she uh, wants to do a lot of fucking yep that's right and um when she goes to uh abu dhabi she hasn't got her uh menopause medication so she's not going to start to uh she she's not going to want to fuck as much so that's really that's 
how difficult for her because she's going to be away for all of a week or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's very <laughs> hard. Um, there's uh, <laughs> Carrie is the main character. She, um, her and her husband, who, uh, so they're having problems because um, <laughs> he bought her. The main problem is that he bought her a widescreen, flat screen television that pulls out of the wall that they can watch in bed. And she would have rather had some jewellery. That's the main problem. You are there. dead on. That's made her doubt their relationship. Um, and so <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and he even suggested that sometimes, uh, you know, he goes and spends some time in their second apartment on his own. And that that that, 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 that uh, it's not a big problem. That upset her quite a well, lot. When you put it like that, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so she's uh, she's worried about their marriage, um, and uh, if that'll be okay. Um, Charlotte Charlotte uh, her, her nanny doesn't wear a bra and she's worried that, that means her husband will instantly bang her <laughs> yes. so uh, that's that's Grunkle the old horn dog <laughs> that, that's concerning uh, for her and uh, the Miranda nice. oh, doing well you are doing well uh, her problem is that uh, she's on her phone too much and too obsessed with work to spend time with her family a problem which she resolves before going to Abu Dhabi <laughs> and so she has no problems <laughs> she is just genuinely <laughs> enjoying herself in Abu Dhabi there's yeah. just no problems for her she's, she's delved into the culture a bit and that's it yeah that was that was good I mean and in that what, what were you at what point were you invested in the characters were you like oh god I hope they resolve this yeah at, at no point Sadly, but, but uh, because there's for one, I mean, it's been said many times that men can't write good female characters, and so I would suggest they shouldn't have had a man write all of this. And I'm, I'm aware he probably wrote a lot of the very successful TV I series. Think, I think that is the case. He's a hugely so. admired uh, screenwriter, but um, I just felt like there were four identical characters apart from one of them liked fucking. Yeah, yeah, that was it. One of them, and really in the TV show, th- I think they all like fucking. So it's just kind they of they like just changed it. up for the movie a little right. bit, right? Yeah, because it just seemed like they were just the same. He didn't make four different characters. So, uh, and also none of them. There wasn't ever a point when they were really in danger. There wasn't a point where it's like I don't think this is going to work out for them. Yeah, like, she kissed a guy. Yeah, she should have slept with a guy. If you want to, yeah, you, yeah. you want to really make states. me go, oh god, I how's was this going to turn out? Suggesting that the film probably would have been more exciting and the justification for being shot in the Middle East more resonant if they had been kidnapped by Al Qaeda held to ransom they're obviously a bunch of rich white American women yep. if you're a terrorist organisation operating in the Middle East and they're, I mean, a they're, prime they're not exactly subtle over there are they yeah. you, they're you, loud and garish you took a lot of issue with the way Carrie dressed herself you <laughs> zoned in on the fashion quite hard James well I couldn't believe that she was meant to be a fashion icon for the whole film like, she dresses really cool here she is that's her thing her, and it was like that's her like it's like a joke from Dumb and Dumber or something <laughs> that someone would say they're a fashion icon and then dress like that for the whole film. It's a funny joke. Like, that's a hilarious, over-the-top, not-subtle family brother's joke. It's not a... When she wore that crown at the wedding... The crown is sensational because the line that she says is uh, the... What does she call the flower thing? What, what, she's got the, I don't know. What do you call... You know, the, it's what, like a corsage. She's like yeah. the corsage may say Bradshaw. No, the, the, no, it's the corsage says Preston. Oh, that's sorry, because that's her married name under Big. Yes, she may say Preston, but the hat says, and then pauses. And Guy and I have taken to filling in that blank uh, uh, gap now because the crown says looks, Queen of Narnia, Evil Overlord. It looks yeah. like yeah, the undead ruler of Hades <laughs> or something. It's just, yeah. it's a it's a it's a black webbed crown. 
that's kind of like those headbands you see because it doesn't go fully around. And I, th- I think either you, one of you two speculated that it was a joke amongst fas- a fashion design firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to see if they, could, see if they could, could get it over get the line. With it. it looks yeah. like creeping death personified on a head. I just with it. Should we point that out? Yeah. And her hair is heavily crimped. Yeah, and she's going yeah. to a wedding. A, yeah. She's going to her friend's wedding and wearing she's that. Not, she's not just in the congregation she's on the stage she's the best she's in the bridal party party. because it's it's a progressive unconventional wedding that's the thing that I I find so funny about this as well the whole movie um, at the start is just taking this big old smug pat on the back because they're featuring so many gay characters and things and I was like yeah when Sex and the City started in the late 90s that probably was a reasonably progressive thing to do there wasn't a lot of TV shows that had gay characters and stuff when did this movie come out? 2010 2010 even then it's just like holy shit guys it's f- like we're good now yeah we could we could probably yeah, yeah, yeah. You're normalize that a little bit with your you've actually by being so self-congratulatory you've become what you hate and yeah. you are now the ones who are making fun well, they of did gay plant, culture they did plant sort of mr big it in the film who was like speculating he couldn't wrap mr. his head big around it like, very clever yeah, i'm great nice I'm great one guys very nice um, yeah, he yeah, was like sort of the representation of yeah. the old guard. He was the old dinosaur. He couldn't quite wrap his head around the idea of uh, of, of just a you know a gay wedding. But what, what, what's entails. annoyed with that whole thing as well? Because like the characters, such. So at one point uh, at the gay wedding, one of the guys who's about to get married says, uh, "Yeah, I'm just I'm basically allowed to cheat on him." Yeah, and uh, and they they all like, oh okay, and they kind of like they kind of take a while and then they adjust and go it's fine let's be open minded about this yeah and later on Carrie says oh yeah my husband and I we're gonna have it that we can have just two days off a week and everyone like one of the one of the same characters who was okay with the cheating thing is just like what how are you even gonna cope with that it almost you might as well have gone but you're not gay yeah you're yeah, not yeah. gay people who don't understand <laughs> the actual sanctity of marriage <laughs> gay people can't be re- I mean they can't help it they're gay they can't help but mess around with people but you're straight you should you should that, be committed to each other that is an interesting inference that I had not picked up in the film before James it's just I meant will, to be okay but yeah. oh yeah they're gay so that they're, it's a different it's a new future it's, we don't understand it I feel like we're we're ra- we're raining uh, opinions that aren't necessarily positive about the film, and that's fair enough. I mean, it's not necessarily a good film, but maybe we could inject some some positivity in the form of a shining light. Oh, something's going on with your mic there, fella. Just unplug that cable and plug it back in. Uh, you're wanting to do a shining light. Good little segue that into that guy. Though, they smell very nice. The mics. My, my my mic smells lovely. This could be the bottom of your nose because in my experience, these microphones don't smell particularly good. I like it. it smells new. Box fresh. We're right over here, Tim. Talking to Box Fresh. We've been having some fun with a vibrator. That's right. Uh, we're not going to name who, who it was provided by, but there is a small vibrator on the table here. I'll tell you what, boys, for safety, I'm going to come and sit next to you because I, I can't actually tell if the, your mics are working at the moment, which is a Both weird thing. Us. How long, yeah. how long oh, has no. that been the case for? Oh, no, just now. Something's changed. But that's oh, cool. So I'll come and changed. sit by you and okay. we'll do this. All right. What a wonderful little interlude in the podcast. We've always enjoyed technical difficulties in, a, in podcasts. Yeah, yeah, Tim's it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Lean on in, boys. Let's get in there. Let's get in there nice and deep. Me in my we... dressing gown. Yeah. Is yeah. a guy holding a vibrator. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a cigar. <laughs> like a cigar between his, uh, his fingers. Uh, I, but I, I Do we want like to give any hear... context as to why there's a vibrator in the situation now? Uh, Jurex are, are trying to sell products. Yeah. It's a nifty little pocket vibrator. Um, you can probably put the mics down if you want, yeah. guys. They, I don't they, think they're working. Oh, truly, Jurex um, sent. We should point out they sent the the vibrator uh, to 
guy and my girlfriend Rose, but not 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 separately as a like as as, as if you were a couple. Yeah. Uh, in an Easter egg, so there's an Easter egg with a vibrator in it, um, and it's like you know sexy Easter, and it's meant to be like you know to be fair, two platonic friends. The, the letter that accompanied it very much insinuated you would be using that together as well. So um, no, well Rose and I have discussed that we're going to be using a sort of timeshare system. We're in um, yeah. week on week off. We were talking about the Absolutely. ease with which you could clean. Yeah. This particular vibrator, um, run it under some hot water, probably boiling hot. Yeah. Well, I've heard a lot from you two, but I, I want to hear what the vibrator has to say about the matter, to be honest. That's, that's great. Right. That's, that's power. A, that's it's a, a great... magic bullet, I think, if you're wondering what kind yeah. of vibrator is. We're not holding a massive vibrator. It's a little no, it's magic a little bullet. A little dinky guy. Okay, um, little so, clitoral, clitoral stimulation. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> Shining it's not the sort light. of vibrator you'd put the whole way in, is it? Uh, Just a little tickle. Yeah. A dabble. They should, they should call it that, the, the Durex Dabble. I'd call it the Cliticler. Nice. Oh, nice I've, one, I mate. feel like you got that from somewhere. I feel like that's no, not no, a no, Gun I think Gun it's Gun just Gun a original. bit of like, you know, watching Sex in the City, just some subliminal stuff goes in, well, and I mean, come it, up with stuff like that. With nothing else, it probably teaches you how to advertise, which yeah, I seem to be obsessed with doing. Uh, so, back to the shining light. James, I, t- I get the feeling you didn't particularly enjoy the viewing experience. I hated it. It's horrible. Um, what, what, what was your takeaway? At what point did you laugh, or did you enjoy yourself and think, you know what, that's, that's not bad? Um, at what point did I laugh and think that's not bad? Um, I, God, that's very difficult, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Very difficult with this one. Um, I think, uh, I don't know, because like there was the bits that were just so unnecessary that I laughed, like Liza Minnelli singing all the single ladies at the wedding. That just made me laugh. And I liked seeing that, but I didn't like it. I thought it was an awful addition and shouldn't have been in the film. Um, that was my, my, my shining light in the first week. Right, yeah. So it's like probably the only thing you can really hold on to the first time you see it. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's definitely a line or two. Maybe the Jude Law joke. Oh, wow. You are scrambling, aren't you? Yeah. Because I know, I know you didn't like it. No, you just no. remember it is what's happening here. I didn't really like it. No, not at all. You went to the uh, trouble of explaining that you don't think it necessarily works as, no, a, as a joke. It doesn't really work as a joke. Which you felt the same way about the camel toe bit as well. When the, you, uh, the camel toe Charlotte joke... falls off I a camel. Can, I can allow the camel, camel toe joke. It's God. when Miranda says... She's having herself a little sandwich. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Now, like, that's the, issue. I think the, the functioning part of the joke is meant to be about the food of a sandwich. Mm. Like, which is wholly which is so separated un- from the... No one's eating. Yeah. They're on camels. No one's eating anything. And then the other iteration, which you've tried to explain to me when you were sticking up for the joke in conversation, yes. is... Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. And wedge. Yeah, it's like, like a wedgie. She's wedged her, her, yes. her, her um, from the sand. Yeah, that's what it is. But I don't, there's no second, there's no, I mean, you're a good comedian, James. Can you maybe explain what I'm missing here? No, no you don't understand anything. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the, the reason why the joke works on some level is because she's in the sand and her uh, uh, trousers and pants are wedged in her vagina. But uh, at no point is there any kind of, anything to do with food so really to make the joke work properly you have to have it that sandwiches are relevant so, to the so situation yeah exactly someone Charlotte should be have, eating a sandwich well, yeah it would have to be Charlotte would have had to be eating a sandwich so say they were going out to the desert for a picnic yeah and that was the main reason for them going and they went we're about to have well we haven't even started the picnic and you, you already got yourself a sandwich nice but that's, that's, that's I guess funny, that's what though. they're getting that's kind of funny spell it out enough because they are in the camels remember they go out they, yeah. oh yeah they're going for lunch they're going for lunch no, so no. they could have so made that joke could have said that could have said the thing the, the camel toe thing is like it could have been like instead of saying um, you got a camel's a camel toe from a camel or whatever it was they said doesn't make sense a, no, a real camel camel toe that's what they say yeah they should have said Camel toe. Yes. And then she should have looked at the camel's feet and then they were like, no, camel toe. <laughs> you should have consulted on the this joke. film, If you've got James. camels there and someone's got a camel toe, well, you do that joke, don't you? you? Well, you would. You were riffing out some other good ideas. You um, you had a great line that Samantha missed. Who's yeah. usually, she's so quick with words and she's a sassy cat. Yeah. What was that one? It was, uh, it was, um, I'm going to go and see some souks, I think. And they, uh, they or, or do something to do with souks. And one of them said, you know, uh, we can go down. Uh, do you there. like, it was like, do you like it? or we, we, we can souks or something like that. And Samantha should have said, I souk. So I, I, uh, I can souk or something like that. I, I love I'm, I'd love to souk. I'm you glad know. we went into that, guys. There was a big, Are you? big payoff. Was the payoff good for <laughs> you? If you yeah. remembered what the original line was, it would have been better. But it was basically a, a, a pun on sucking. That was, I mean, the setup to it was there. Yeah. She said, souk is we a, can souk. I a, think she said, we can souk. And I think she, was, she, she should have said, I, I can souk all the time. Yeah, there and you they go. They did a mime of the kind of sexy thing. Yeah. Could have used more mind blowing jobs, I thought that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that every week. Uh, Tim, what was your shining light? My shining light was the fact that Aiden um, 
it really does sound like he's named his kids after a country band like that was his vision that was his dream it's always been his dream to form a family traveling country band Mm. And uh, I, I think there's something quite cool about that. The, you know, the better film in that is that what, you, what you're saying. Well, it is different. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I am absolutely saying that. First off, uh, there's something very funny about parents who try to live vicariously through their children. But something even more funny about a thread which they haven't ever pursued themselves in their own life yeah. that they decide later in adulthood that they're going to throw their children into and. How more forcefully can you do it than naming your children in a in a in a scheme that would naturally add, add up to a travelling family country band? So you think that there's something something more sinister behind Kerry's observation? Like Aiden is, he's got a plan, he's implementing. Yeah, but I don't think it's sinister. I find it hilarious. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. What's your shining light, guy? Uh, I'm in much in the same situation as James and that I don't have one and I'm just scrambling. <laughs> you were struggling very much during this. I mean, you both struggled quite a bit. When uh, when Tim was struggling, he uh, relieved it by looking out the window for like five seconds. And at one point, uh, I, when I arrived in this hotel about a week ago, there's this uh, dish of nuts and uh, dried fruit. And I dared him to eat a fig that had been there for a week. So he did it. That was how you got through the film. And it was not a good fig. It was, horrible. it was a horrible fig. And it still had some of the stalk in it that I had to spit out. <laughs> kind of rookie hotel you're living in here, mate. It was a classy, it's a classy hotel. Uh, my shining light, just for the gosh darn sport of it, is going to be um, the abs on the Australian on the Australian rugby team after their sweaty practice match. All right, let's drill phenomenal, in. Phenomenal bodies. Let's drill. I think we can all agree on that. Let, let's get something to, A goal, something to work towards. Jesus. You're a, such um, a bleak shining light. We had a discussion, I think, not on mic, but during the movie Last Time Guy about the fact that the setup to that doesn't make any sense. The fact that the rugby teams are there because the way that they're introduced at the pool is yeah. uh, one of the people who works at the hotel says, "Oh, they're here for the what is it? It's like the warm up for the Rugby World Cup." Yeah, there's so there's there's some sort of Rugby World Cup warm up tournament taking place in yeah. in Abu Dhabi, and if it's a qualifier, that's fine. But they've got in like the best teams in the world who have presumably already qualified for the World Cup. Yeah, it is just it, it is in, it is insanity. Pick a I don't like pick a sport that would make some some semblance of sense. And secondly, I mean, if it's Abu Dhabi, there must be hotels all over the place. You wouldn't put every single team who are competing against one another in one hotel. That's asking for trouble. That's yeah. a really. I reckon they should start doing that though. That's awesome. You like that as a wrinkle? Yeah, I really do. A they should start doing that in sports each. generally. They yeah. should put all the teams in the same hotel and just see what happens. They should room players from opposing teams together. Yeah. Introduce a oh, psychological geez. element to the. This sounds like something Big Brother would do if they got their hands on a franchise. I can even do it so that the arrangement of the rooms is the same as the scrum, so that they're all like, it, it, what, what position you are in the scrum is what room you're in against each other, so across from each other in the hall. So yeah. that when they have to go out into the corridor in the morning, they just lock immediately <laughs> so they're into they're a scrum. It's <laughs> becoming quite physical as well as yeah, mental. Yeah. It almost yeah. uh, brings up visions of um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when they all combine to form a greater unit. That's yeah. kind of the, the visual I'm getting from that's that. One this, that's one of the many things this film was missing was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers moment. There's any number. Sorry about all the weird noise that's going on, folks. I'm trying to improvise with the um, the <laughs> microphone's not working, so I'm just trying to shed some wax. Yeah, the, it's it's become a dropping weight like a spacecraft. <laughs> it's become a pretty dying, pretty streamlined setup here. We've gone from each having an individual handheld mic and Tim on the Tascam to 
Tim holding the Taz cam with his maroon beanie sitting atop it and no cords coming out of it. Anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's operating like a pop we, we do. If anyone watching now, we are three men talking into a hat. That is all that is happening. Did a little pretend. I like to think that Tim's not recording and this is a weird little social experiment he's running for himself. I wanted to see how long I can get you guys talking into that before, before the absurdity of the situation gets the better of you. Uh, now, James, this is something we did with you when you host, uh, when you guest host with us on the first season. Mm. We're in, uh, Tim and I, I, uh, studio executives. Yeah, we're looking yeah. to make a film. Yeah, you have an idea that you you're brought into our office. Yeah, the idea is Sex and the City too. Yeah, could you please sell us this film? Well, yeah, I should say before I do it though, um, this is how I think they genuinely pitched it, and I think that the original. I, I don't think the final film was the original idea, and that the person pitching it saw the doubt in people's eyes and kept on adding ideas as they went <laughs> along so they went in and went so what are you so sorry what are you going to patch you're going to patch what we saw or you're going to patch the original the pitch that they did okay so cool this is cool. a recreation it's of the what pitch happened. that they did uh, and uh, you'll be able to tell from the pitch uh, okay. when the board are looking like they do not like the film here we go alright Oh, hello, come in. Come in, please. Hey, guys. Uh, great new, exciting opportunity for you. Uh, brilliant feature film. This is going to be a blockbuster. Okay. No-brainer. We, we get a lot of these offers coming across our table, James. Uh, yep. We don't have much time. Please tell okay. us what you're talking about. Do you remember Sex and the City? Oh, yeah, my girlfriend made me watch that. Yeah, yeah. bloody yeah. atrocious. Oh, she loved it, right? And, she and, loved and, it. And so many people love it. I think it's sequel time, Sex and the City 2. Okay, uh, it's going to... Okay, no, it's, hear me out. It's going to be... Wow. Here's the idea for the film, right? Remember, there's there's gay characters in it. Yes, it's a gay wedding. Is the film okay? And it's a gay wedding. Joe, jo what? That's just the start. Okay. Uh, Liza Minnelli is there. Yeah. At the wedding. Well, I'm not getting a lot of and huh? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Th- these are just well, sort of scattershot ideas. Yeah. What oh, we no, need no, no. is a... no. This is the in- this is the intro. So it's it, 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 just the first half hour of the film. Is the gay wedding right? <laughs> okay? And so uh, gay wedding. That's that, that sets up the characters, right? That wasn't going to be the whole thing. Um, so <laughs> after that, and then like um, they're all having problems, right? And uh, like the main drive of the film is that uh, Miranda's having problem with her marriage. She's uh, too busy with work. And uh, okay. they just oh, keep on, relate keep to keeps that. on checking her phone and neglecting her kid, and then she oh, eventually no. goes to the science fair at the end of the film. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, you're, you're just kind of throwing more so, words. So, in so the whole fair. film okay. is they they go to a wedding and then yep. Mir- Miranda watches a, a, a child at a science. This is not. A, no, that's this, not the whole film. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So she 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 does that, and uh, and meanwhile, uh, like uh, one of her, uh, 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 the the one who sleeps with people, right? So she's uh, she slept with a movie star. Are you and talking that, about Samantha? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Samantha, uh, I your girlfriend made you watch it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Samantha invites them all to Abu Dhabi. Well, I'm 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 terribly sorry. You're gonna have this. this sorry. Be... So we were at a science fair a moment ago. Yep. We're going to Abu Dhabi. This is yes. one film. It, it kind of feels like you're all over the yeah. shop right no, no, now. No, no, no. Th- that stuff was like uh, to get to know the characters at the wedding and the science fair. And now, uh, now it's Abu Dhabi's the main but, film. That's what, the main I, film. I, why are we going to uh, uh, Abu Dhabi? Because of women's rights and uh, four main characters are women and so you know you want to fish out of water you want to you get them somewhere where it's like people aren't okay with it so I, we want to put them there where there's like burkas and accents and stuff and, uh, and we'll, we'll send them there and while they're there uh, one of them uh, will not have sex much and she want to a lot actually oh. and, uh, and one of them will kiss a man which is that's a big 
and she's married so that's a big no and probably an irreversible I mean how's she going to get out of that probably not by a swift apology and uh, and then you know they oh, they can't stay because they can't afford it and then they go home and then they've got to uh, everything Joe I'm thinking that when they get home we should just resolve everything in one montage and then we'll end the film okay I like the end the yes. montage yes 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 I feel like we have the bones of something here. Okay. Sweeten the deal before we stop. Before you say no. Sweeten the deal. There is a woman wearing no bra and we get a t-shirt wet at one point. Okay. Can, well, can you can you see nipples? Yes. Well, I think we've got our movie. I, I, I think I think James, thank yep. you so much for coming in bring this fantastic idea for a film. Thank you for having me. How much money are you going to need for this? A lot of... Uh, let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> okay, and uh, what sort of runtime are we talking? How long do you foresee this film being? About five hours. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Okay, because Ben-Hur was only four from yeah. memory. Yeah, well, Ben-Hur didn't tackle as many issues. We've got gay marriage, yeah. got women's rights in, in the Middle East. This is going to be great for, the, for, the, for our production. We're going to look like heroes. Yeah, you've got a lot of things that we're doing, we're doing with here. All, all equal rights across the board. I mean, do you foresee any circumstance in which this movie could maybe be poorly received or uh, go off the rails and become offensive? Only by misogynists. <laughs> Only people who will not like this as a misogynist. What we do is we put scenes in there that strongly like have a strong feminist message so that people feel that they can't fully have a go at it. So, so that's brilliant. Wait a what? Wait a safeguard. Like, yeah. It's like an insurance it, policy for the yeah. movie yeah, against yeah. critics. This is this is great. It's a new kind of filmmaking I'm pioneering now. Where if we make a really bad film, we put two scenes in there that have actually got quite a good political message in there. Yeah, and it insulates the rest of the that film. That kind of means like back off. I know we just said all this stuff, but we're also saying this. Okay. You can have a big career in this business, kid. Thank you very much. That was bloody brilliant. That was excellent. And we get a man to write it. And I actually, <laughs> I think that genre of filmmaking, there's a lot to be said for that. Make something abhorrent, yeah. but insert yeah. two throwaway lines yeah. of genuine uh, kind of justice yeah. or, 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 you know, like makes, social justice, which yeah. is good ethical messages. Yeah. And then you've insulated the rest of your film from cr- critique. Yeah. You go, oh, I agree with that. But then they didn't write the song, I Am Woman. Well, no, that's but the they performed it, James. Yeah, and you, that's as good as. That's almost that's the, the same thing. thing. You take something actually, you know, quite admirable that someone else has done and you just put that in your piece of shit. <laughs> it's been a hell of a journey with you here today. Uh, I know that you said right, right quite early on, you said, I don't know how you guys are going to do this. No. And I would like to echo that feeling. I don't know how we're going to do this. Do we, we've, got to, we've got to play through our one feature. Oh, yeah, of course. Go. I what? never want to see that film again. Well, the good news Ever. for you, James, is you don't have to. <laughs> I just don't know how you're going to watch it even again. I've I mean, you, like, I remember watching Grown Ups 2 with you, and you, were sort of, you, you survived fine. You got through yeah. it. You were like, this, at some point, this movie broke you, and you kind of you threw your arms in despair. Yep. Like, that was one viewing. Yeah, <laughs> one viewing. It's, it was part of throwing my arms in despair was going I can't imagine having to watch it every week I just don't I don't know how well how you can do it I ran the sums every sitting for the podcast and record is an equivalent of 10% of a of a, of a 40 hour working week mm. 
and we still haven't monetized this operation so i don't know what the fuck we're doing tim we're throwing money down a well and our sanity closely behind it but we can't talk about that right now because it's time for what's, what's he doing, doing? where's he, he going to we <laughs> gotta nail that name don't we we'll get it right one week so we, we pointed out to you james yeah um <laughs> the, there's an extra a featured extra in the film who is a real scene singer. <laughs> yes. he's a real go-getter I haven't looked up the IMDb page, but I'm presuming... He won't be credited. He will be. He'll be called, like, Caffeine Overlord or something. No, we have named him that. We've given him that. Um, What do you think demanded this level of urgency and caffeine from this character in this film? What's he off to do? I think... Well, I, I, for one, I don't think he's drinking that much. I think this is a man who has forgotten he's finished his coffee. <laughs> Every second. Yeah. So, like, I just think he keeps on going, like, I just have a, oh, no, there's none, none, none in there. And then I was going for it, go, oh, fuck, yeah. there's no coffee in there at all. And, and then, like, and then eventually, he's like, well, I've got to get out of this cafe before I keep on trying to drink that empty, empty mug of coffee. That is, I feel like an idiot. And he's just leaving, so he stops embarrassing himself in front of everyone absolutely wonderful thank you so much Um, that's it from us this week Uh, another quick shout out that we're in Melbourne so Google um, Guy Montgomery's name which is said Guy Montgomery Uh, please come along to my show it's called Rosemary Phone Guy Montgomery of Friends Uh, in it we will be showing you exciting new ways to use this vibrator provided to us by (laughs) Jurette James you also got a show I have. It's at 9.45 at the Town Hall. It's called James Acaster. I love these plugs will apply to almost no one. Yeah. That's what I like about them. That's yeah. what I love about podcasts. Yeah. No one. No one is going to be. No, no there'll, be, there'll be someone in Melbourne who will... Find someone in Melbourne, sure. tell them to Google our names and Melbourne Festival. But then I guess anyone who's in up. Melbourne who's listening to your podcast mm. is already fans and will be coming anyway. Yeah, and we, we've, we've been hanging out with them. Brian... Like shout out to Brian. We were bloody on the on the lash yeah. gently with Brian last night. Woo. He's a great guy, great guy. He came through like forty Brian of the podcasts Lyle. in one week earlier this year to yeah. catch up on last. It's not season. healthy, Brian. We're worried about you. <laughs> not good for you, but you're you're a nice <laughs> man. We'll catch you around. So we'll see you next time on the worst idea of all time, where we gear up to watch Sex in the City two for the sixth time. My name is Tim Bat. My name is James Acaster. My name is Guy Montgomery. Analyze your life decisions. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. 
Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.